with this video, this video is about how contrarians, you know, how they find uh, and gain power through crises. Because again, you know, as a lot of people were saying in, in, you know, a lot of people in this network here, you're very great at seeing opportunity in different trends and new trends. Because through the chaos that was uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency, you know, a lot of you have found ways to win and to solve innovative problems in the emerging blockchain and cryptocurrency sector. Because while many people in the world didn't have enough energy, time, commitment, um, at risk uh, to investigate what blockchain and cryptocurrency was, a lot of you took the lead and you, you led the network, you led the people in teaching, in understanding what blockchain and cryptocurrency really was, what kind of problems it may solve for different people. And you know, a lot of you have grown amazing, done amazing businesses and grown a lot of amazing initiatives here in different sectors because of your willingness to learn more than what other people were willing to do. And the thing is that with this new uh, black swan events happening, that is the virus, you know, a lot of us are ex experiencing things that we haven't seen before and seeing trends that haven't, you know, really happened in the last hundred years. And because of that, now that brain kicks in again and how we can innovate during a potential crisis that is actually very dangerous to a lot of people. And it's very serious. So in a crisis, we're going to go through different strategies and ways that we can actually innovate and we can actually see opportunities amongst what is otherwise a very you know um, dangerous situation and let me just see if anyone is here yes yeah, so i have a few people here feel free to comment so why am i going to go through how people gain power during crises why, why would i go through that well the reason is is because a lot of people who a lot of people are seeing opportunities in crises you know if you look at the great depression there was a famous book about how somebody became, you know, uh, a multimillionaire by buying under underrated stocks during the Great Depression and and how they use long term tr trading strategies to see through a lot of the chaos in the market and have long term wins. And that's just the, that's just the way the market works, whether we like it or not. Uh, I'm going to go through this because uh, it's important that we see opportunities amongst chaos and danger because through chaos and danger, you know, as, you know, Kaisaki used to say, uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, when we go to a grocery store and when we see a sale on a commodity or a sale on a consumer products, a lot of us would buy it. But when we see sales on, you know, different things in the market because of a crisis, a lot of us would hesitate. And so this is part of, part of that idea of just seeing, being trained to see opportunities in chaos and danger. And finally, this is just to be a, become a contrarian, be somebody who, you know, questions popular belief and innovates and create innovation. Because as I said, a lot of you here on this network have created a lot of innovative projects. And now we're going to jump into what. What are some of the strategies that people use to gain power and fame and money during chaos? And what are some of these things? And so just check in the LinkedIn Live for any statements and I just posted all of the research for uh, some of the reasons why uh, the number one thing when the number one high performance trait when it comes to how people gain power during chaos is actually confidence 
So in the book, uh, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, where Brendan Burchard, the number one rated consultant when it comes specifically to high performance, uh, he actually did research and him and a lot of associates did research on what is the number one trait that leads to high performance. And the number one trait and indicator of the thing that correlates the most to high performance is actually confidence. You know, despite what a lot of people have said when they did the research and I posted some of the research in the comments, the number one thing when it comes to high performance is confidence. And when it comes to confidence, it's simply in the context of this. It's not really feeling good about yourself. It's more than that. So it's feeling, uh, it's having strong beliefs. In other words, confidence, having strong beliefs in the ability to execute certain actions. So the ability, so you have belief in your competence. And the, the problem with having, having high confidence uh, is that, or in other words, self-efficacy, is for you to uh, have high competence and high, in other words, high skills, and to believe the fact that you'll be able to execute those skills to high, a high quality. And the problem is that the less, it's, it's, it's completely feedback, and it's completely like the previous two videos that I was talking about, because the more you believe that your actions are going to be successful, the more you know you, you get feedback and you iterate and improve upon them until they do and the more you believe it and then the better you get and so it's completely feedback and so so that's why conf so confidence is completely dependent on competence and it's a complete cycle it's a feedback loop so the thing about this feedback loop is that in the market you know when we look at people who want to solve very big problems you know, some people, they go very broad. So some people, when they want to solve problems, for example, uh, they just know a lot of stuff, but they don't know anything to any detail. Other people, for example, the PhD, would just know one thing very specifically, and they'll even get postdoctorates. Some people know something very, very, very specifically. And so, respectfully, they know everything about nothing. And the skills are so specific that it can't really solve many problems at all, but it can only focus on one thing. You know, in a lot of us in, in business and things like that, we have a lot of broad knowledge of different things. You know, some of us, we know accounting, you know, we know web design, we know uh, sales and marketing. But when it comes to solving one big problem, we're experts at solving that one big problem. And so this is what Google and several other uh, organizations train their managers uh, to solve or to train their skills. So in other words, you would have T-shaped skills where you have many broad skills, just general knowledge on certain things that are important for you to you know, lead your company. But then there's a deep knowledge on how to solve the crucial problems that your market has. And that's the strategic skill. So those are the strategic skills. And then the short, these small things are just the tactical skills, you know, tax, accounting, bookkeeping, and all that. And you know, the problem, during crises is that a lot of people would jump onto a trend temporarily and completely lose interest in it. And here's a perfect example. You know, when blockchain, when the cryptocurrency and blockchain boom happened in 2017, you know, I knew people that got very interested in blockchain. And as soon as the market began to dwindle, then they went off to the next trend. You know, some people went out went started on blockchain and then they went into uh, e-commerce. So before they even understood what blockchain really was, they left it alone and went to e-commerce and then tried to understand how, how to make a, a drop shipping company on, on Amazon.
and then not long after that, then they quit that because it took a lot of time and then they heard that Forex, uh, foreign, ex foreign exchange products, um, you know, they're, they're the new excitements. And so they left e-commerce and then they jumped into um, foreign exchange. And then when doing some things with foreign exchange, then, you know, they quit it and then they, did a, they just did a normal job, uh, software development job. And then when they did that, then they wanted to go back into um, corporate finance. And so in the end, the person didn't really retain any knowledge and have any long-term focus on learning one deep strategic skill. Because the deep strategic skills show that it's not about whether the grass is greener on the other side. The reality is that the grass is greener where you water it. And if the strategic skill is watered over the long term, then despite what the market does, there'll always be a problem to solve. And in times when there are a lot of problems, there are more opportunities to solve them and to get compensated for solving such problems. So one other example I would use is, you know, when I used to uh, work on business in the past, you know, I had a music website that I was working on several years ago and it wasn't getting any traction. And then when it didn't get any traction, I, instead of working on understanding the feedback from the market, I just left that alone. And then I went into a political e-commerce uh, side hustle or side project. So a political e-commerce thing. And then when that wasn't working out, then I left that alone and I jumped to the next thing, you know, another SaaS company. And then, the, so the problem is that instead of staying in one industry for a long enough period of time to understand how it works, I just jumped around and had what is called shiny object syndrome. And the problem now is that a lot of people during this coronavirus epidemic who aren't really deep into business or even us or people who are super experienced and everything, a lot of people are tempted to just jump into e-commerce without having any background knowledge of how e-commerce works and competing with people who have been in e-commerce and drop shipping for 10 years, five years, and people who have made millions on e-commerce. And, you know, thinking that, oh, to get rich during this problem, all I have to do is sell toilet paper, or all I have to do is uh, sell flip face masks. The problem is that, uh, according to the book Essentialism, and the author of the book, uh, Greg McEwen, the problem is that a lot of people, you know, when people become successful, one risk is that, they would um, get access to more opportunities that would distract their focus on the skills that they're currently working on that cause them to solve the biggest problems. And that's not to say that you should only do one thing, but that's just to say that, you know, a lot of the people who are selling toilet paper and who are flipping face masks because of this coronavirus, they've been doing this for a long period of time and they have built that long-term confidence to be able to know how the market works. And they likely have hedged their risk and not focus on that only one business to be able to do that. And before jumping into something that looks like it will be a quick buck, it's important to understand, you know, the time it takes and to respect the amount of time it takes to get to that level. And now what I've done is focused on one industry long enough for me to be able to understand how it works to a very deep level. And when I get to that point, then, uh, you know, no matter what the market does, then you'll be able to win and to see the problems before they come. So, um, finally, you know, one thing that helps you increase your performance even higher and increase the confidence even higher in the long-term skills that we're building is attaching one's uh, identity to the skills that they're creating. 
For example, if you identify deeply with the skills and the problems that you're solving, then whenever you're not performing high, you'll be incongruent to the person you're becoming. So for example, if you say that, oh, you know, you're, you're somebody in e-commerce and you've been in e-commerce for a long time and you're making the supply chains more efficient and effective for people, you know, one thing you could say is that, oh, you're somebody who helps people, you know, get their products on time and saves lives. And having something like that deep into, you know, deep into your subconscious will help you maintain that high performance. Another one is saying, instead of somebody who's just working on getting a business deal, for example, you can say, you know, I'm working on growing a revenue for a business that will lead to many new jobs being created and many new innovative, you know, for example, renewable energy projects or steel projects or whatever vertical being created for the betterment of humankind. So those are just some ideas on how to maintain high performance focus and uh, understand and respect the long-term skills that always beat the short-term trends that pop up in the market. And to understand that people often jump here and there depending on uh, all these trends, but really it's the long-term people who are, have been doing this for a long time and who have taken the time to develop the skills that win. So to close, um, one thing that we can do to instill habits that make us uh, gain power and help people and uh, understand and find different opportunities during crises. So ask yourselves, what is a time that I had shiny object syndrome? Well, one time personally was when I had, um, you know, I had a friend that was doing really good in e-commerce and they said that they generated millions during e-commerce. And I just jumped in that trend without even understanding and taking the time, you know, to either take a course or to focus on it for a long period of time or to understand the strategies behind it. I just jumped into it and left the business I was doing blindly. And a lot of us during this period will be tempted to do the same, to jump into businesses that we don't invest enough time into, uh, for example, drop shipping. But it's great to, you know, have a long-term focus and forget about the um, chasing where the grass is greener. Next, another question uh, that we can ask ourselves daily to instill these, this habit is to uh, ask ourselves, uh, when will I make the most out of chaos? You know, so in this case, you know, it's important. I'm not going to talk about my specific industry in this video, but if in your specific industry during this coronavirus epidemic, when or not an epidemic pa pandemic, when are you, what, what skills and what problems are you going to be able to solve in new ways, uh, for people in this market downturn? Um, because you know, there's always a, a new spin and a new angle and new problems that people will have. And once you solve those problems, then you can, you can win. Finally, my top strategic skills are, so here you can just list your top strategic skills and how they relate and how they've been changed during the downshift in economic, in the economic, uh, markets in different jurisdictions. So with this, you know, I've gone through how you can, uh, or why we should go through this, wh how, why we'll generate long-term wins, see opportunities in chaos and danger, and be a contrarian innovator by simply understanding the number one high-performance traits of all time, having T-shaped skills with a long strategic focus without jumping back and forth between e-commerce and what have you based on trends, but instead to have a long-term focus. So I thank you for watching this video. 
Uh, let me know if there are any comments. I'm going to check right now. So it looks like a quiet one right now, but I shall see you in the next one. Thank you so much.